This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, April 4th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Purdue. China won't be allowed to hold ag hostage. Ryan cites SNAP reform and pushing welfare goals. And USDA rejects ban on organic product. Purdue floats a trade war compensation. The Trump administration is working on ideas for compensating farmers who may be harmed by China's retaliatory tariffs on U.S. commodities, including pork, nuts, and fruit. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue wasn't ready to offer specifics to reporters during a tour yesterday in Michigan, but he says the plan will send a signal to China. Perdue said, we're discussing that right now, but I'm not at liberty to talk about those kinds of things from a mitigation perspective. And at the proper time, we will let China know they will not be able to affect our agriculture policies and our political decisions over trade by holding agriculture hostage. Purdue was reacting to the $3 billion in tariffs that China announced Monday in retaliation for U.S. levies on steel and aluminum. But he also stood by President Trump's separate action to punish China for intellectual property theft. A list of products on which the U.S. could impose Section 301 tariffs include milking machines, poultry incubators, tractors, and egg sorting machines. Former Senator Max Baucus, who co-chairs Farmers for Free Trade, expressed concern that the list will further threaten U.S. producers. First, the tariffs the U.S. announced will make the ag equipment and inputs they rely on more expensive. Then they'll face new tariffs on their exports when China retaliates. House Speaker pitches SNAP and welfare overhaul. House Speaker Paul Ryan was in Fort Worth, Texas yesterday, pitches ideas for getting people off welfare and into jobs, a goal he said is behind the proposed reforms to the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program that have resulted in a partisan impasse over a draft farm bill. Ryan's ideas were warmly greeted at a meeting with staff members at Catholic Charities Fort Worth. Heather Reynolds, the president and CEO of CCFW, has testified in Congress about the need for welfare reform. The House Speaker said the changes to SNAP that Republicans are seeking are in line with his vision for welfare reform. Ryan said his ultimate goal is to turn anti-poverty programs over to local governments and charities to run with requirements for measuring their success in reducing poverty. Now, keep in mind, Ryan's comments about consolidating programs and putting them under local control almost certainly will not help sell the farm bill to Democrats. They have long opposed converting SNAP into block grants, idea that Ryan advocated as chairman of the House Budget Committee. Now, for more on the Farm Bill, including a look at what might happen if Democrats win control of the House this year, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter hitting inboxes this morning. USDA OK's Controversial Organic Ingredient Over the advice of the National Organic Standards Board, USDA will allow companies to continue using a product of red seaweed, carrageenan, in organic foods. Carrageenan is used as a stabilizer and thickener in products such as infant formula and protein shakes. The NOSB in 2016 narrowly voted to ban the use of carrageenan in organic production, despite conflicting data over whether the substance causes any human health problems. 
In deciding to reject the board's recommendation, the Agricultural Marketing Service cited public comments that said the potential substitutes for a carrageenan do not adequately replicate the functions of carrageenan across the board and scope of use. Pruitt under growing pressure. EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt is on the hot seat following the latest report that he defied the White House to give large pay raises to a pair of aides. That news follows earlier reports about Pruitt's usage of a condo owned by an energy lobbyist. When President Trump was asked about his EPA chief yesterday, he gave him something less than a full-throat endorsement. I hope he's going to be great, said the president. A pair of Republican House members quickly called on Pruitt to resign yesterday. One of those, Carlos Cabello, said the accusations against Pruitt had become an embarrassment. Keep in mind, Pruitt has been critical to the Trump administration's effort to roll back Obama-era regulations. But the president has famously gotten impatient with cabinet members who have been dogged by bad publicity. Refinery exemption worried to be the tip of the iceberg. Farm and ethanol groups are expressing anger over reports that EPA granted a hardship waiver to some refineries owned by one of the nation's largest oil companies. The biofuels industry is worried that more such waivers could be coming. According to Reuters, the waiver would allow three refineries in Utah and North Dakota owned by Endeavor, formerly known as Tesoro, to be exempt from the requirements of the renewable fuel standard. Roger Johnson, president of the National Farmers Union, said the decision would directly contradict the president's and the administration's promises to rule America to support the RFS. He said exempting refiners from the RFS essentially waves away demand for corn. Brooke Coleman, executive director of the Advanced Biofuels Business Coalition, said the report exemption could just be the tip of the iceberg. He said if other companies were also able to secure hardship waivers, we're talking about reductions in demand on the order of hundreds of millions of gallons of ethanol. Coleman said the waivers offer Pruitt a backdoor way to keep ethanol usage below 15 billion gallons, the minimum set by the RFS, and added, that's a pretty big deal, and it's all happening in the dark. FDA uses mandatory recall power for the first time. Food and Drug Administration has used for the first time the mandatory recall authority that the agency was given in the Food Safety Modernization Act. The power to order recalls was an action FDA can use if companies refuse to issue recalls on their own. FDA officials say that's what happened with the case of an herbal supplement known as Kratom that has been linked to a salmonella outbreak. Here's today's He Said It. Our first approach is to encourage voluntary compliance, but then we have a company like this one which refuses to cooperate, is violating the law, and is endangering consumers. We will pursue all avenues of enforcement under our authority. That FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, April 4th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkins and Miller and the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.